Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. Dude, I... Let me say... You've been on. How long you been on keto? Uh, it's almost about to be a year, but it's been on and off. I I don't want right. to make it seem like I've been going strong the whole time, and I'm probably gonna hop off after I get done with this Gold's challenge. Right, right, right. So I'm I'm on it right now. I'm on day uh, fifteen. I started. You in danger 1st. if you count down the days. Cut it. Make it weeks. No, weeks. no, no. I'm not counting down. The, well, I was. I couldn't. I was gonna say two weeks, but I wanted to make sure that was. Because I didn't know what Who's going to clock you on that? Is, is, uh, is Jess going to hit you up? Like, I heard you lying on the cast the other day. You, she been, will. you be lying on me, and you're lying on yourself. She knows. You not she only know cheated it. the game, you cheated yourself. You cheated yourself, and you cheating on me. No, she's not going <laughs> to say that. Uh, but I I mean, it's, I'm in a phase now where I'm like, oh, this is chill. This is chill. You mm-hmm. get past that. You get past that first week, that keto flu. Oh, yeah. Uh, Did you have some keto BHBs for that? Nah. You could have hit me up. I got you for that. Nah. But normally to get over the keto flu, you can either take those BHB keto scoops or just get some more fats. Usually your body just doesn't have enough fats to feed it. Yeah. So, But I'm glad you're over it. Now it's easy. Once you get past the keto flu, things get way easier. It's just making the choices. But here's the thing I am that I, I do, I am looking to. And this could be bad or not, but I know myself. I'm disciplined, so I'll jump back on it the next day. Uh, I'm do, I'm uh, I'm doing uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Of course, at, yeah. Everyone in here is. Well, I'm doing it at a um, at a dinner and a movie joint. Okay. You know, I was like, this motherfucker three hours long. I might as well make a date out of it. Yeah. Make it a good night. Have a good night. Have a good fun time. Oh yeah. Uh, and I already know, like, I'm not going. I'm eating whenever the fuck I want for that. Yeah. Because uh, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. It's a special thing. I'll jump back on it. But I am worried, man. I am worried about jumping back, like getting that taste and jumping back on it. So since you've jumped off before, how often do you jump off and like does it actually like fuck with you? Mm. It depends because the first time I jumped off, I think I only took like a day. Right. And then like because I only took a day, I was back in ketosis like that and I didn't even have the keto flu. A few of the other times, once I got more lax and comfortable, that's when it gets dangerous because you yeah. jump off for more than a day. Yeah. You jump off for a week because you jump off for a day, then it bleeds into another day, and you're like, well, I might as well start next week. Right. But anytime you take that much time off of it, your body, it's harder for your body to jump back into ketosis. Is it, there's cool, two cool things. The longer you're in ketosis, the easier your body gets back into it mm-hmm. to a degree, you know. Uh, but because the, and you have to think of it this way, the way your body goes back into ketosis is all the glycogen that your body started creating from eating carbs has to be burned away. So if you only got a day's worth and then, uh, I do a lot of fasted cardio in the morning. Mm -hmm. So that means you're working out on an empty stomach, Mm -hmm. which means every, you're just, it, it burns it away way quicker. And I learned that one time where like, like I said, my first day off, I hopped off. And I was back in ketosis like the next day. Yeah. And then the second time I did it when it was longer, I hopped off and then three days passed. 
and your boy is still in ketosis. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I looked it up and it was like, oh, you know, and I learned that when you work out on a fast cardio, it burns it quicker. And mm-hmm. I normally would do that, but for uh, this week, I also took a week off working out, so it just took longer. Yeah. How, I, for, uh, ladies and gentlemen, y'all about to get some workout tips, some some eating tips, because I just want to know, so I'm taking this time to fucking find out. Uh, that is something that I was been, I've been interested in is not necessarily doing the intermediate fasting, but I've stopped eating right when, I've, right when I wake up, just because yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not starving. I used to do it out of habit. I believe mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer of breakfast. Yeah. Firm believer. Same same but, here. Breakfast is my favorite meal, but what got me in inter- inter- what got me into intermittent fasting was the fact that I always ended up because like I'm the type of person that as soon as I wake up, I'm probably getting into something. Right. Whether it be the gym and then especially like I wake up, let's say I'm not on a show, I'm not writing. I wake up then probably around eight. If I'm on a show, I'll wake up at five. Um wake up at around eight. Then I'll just run to the gym. I always like to do the gym early, like early in the morning because it's emptier and you knock it out. It it saves you from being, you know, sometimes you switch around your schedule and then you have to skip it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I try and make sure that I never uh, skip the gym. It happens, but it's just once it's a habit, it's, it's stuck. So I go to the gym at 8, usually spend like two hours in the gym or like if, if I'm – if I'm like super uh, chilling, then and off of a show, I'm getting up at nine. So I'm either getting done at like either eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then by then, you know, if if I'm streaming, I hop on stream. I just completely miss breakfast. Or if I got meetings or something, I just completely miss breakfast. Breakfast. So I've done that enough times where I was like, well, let me just. Make it a thing, and right. just I I'll just do intermittent fasting. I'll just start eating at noon. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. When you do your fasted cardio, how how long do you think you need to be fasted for? I don't have a limit on it. It's just when I wake up. So just doing it when you wake up, mm-hmm. which even if more than likely even, is like seven to eight hours of no food. Yeah, it like essentially even if you. Don't do intermittent fasting if you're going to eat after. You're still doing fasted cardio. Fasted okay. cardio doesn't require you to be doing intermittent fasting because when you sleep, right, all that period that you're sleeping, you're not eating. So you will be in a fasted state by the time you wake up. Right. Hence the term breakfast. Right. Uh, so you you can you don't ha- it's not required to do intermittent fasting to do fasted cardio. It's it's just you making sure that you work out before you eat or drink anything that day. Mm. Uh Lots. Or drink. Yeah. Uh, so you got to make sure you drink enough water before you go to sleep. And then you wake up, you work out just on that, like, kind of empty stomach. And then mm. you eat whatever you want after. Or okay. if you're like me, wait till your feeding window. Gotcha. Gotcha. We'll start doing that. See, the I do lemon water every morning. And that's my thing. Yeah. Wake up, get some lemon water in me, uh, which kind of just kickstarts my day. Interesting. What made you go to lemon water? Uh, It helps my skin. It kind of helps me absorb food uh, better throughout the day so I don't get as hungry. Yeah. I can go a little bit longer in between meals. Uh, and my metabolism kicks up a little bit with yeah. it. And I all I drink is water. I drink water and alcohol. And I don't drink pop. I rarely drink juice. Uh, I don't drink coffee. 
I don't drink anything. I yeah. just drink water and if I'm socially out, alcohol. Yeah. But water ain't good. So it's not like a delicious drink. I eat it with meals and when I'm thirsty and stuff like that. So I was like, hey, let me get some flavor to like get the first drink in me in the day. Yeah. Uh, and it had the health benefits, so I was like, fuck it, let's do it. So it's just become my routine, nice. especially when I'm like eating healthier. When I'm not eating healthier, then I'll like just say, ah, fuck it. Yeah. And then I realized, like, oh, man, I've been up for like an hour or two, haven't worked out, and still have barely drinking water. Yeah. But with that lemon water, I down that shit real quick. And then by next time I know it, I'm in three cups deep before I get like a meal in me. So, yeah, it helps me. I it like it. It helps you stay hydrated. I it helps that. me stay hydrated. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Health Talk on Culture Kings. Uh, what a wild way to start. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it. We started. We started with the brand. We are here finishing out the week. What up, y'all? I don't know how y'all feel. Jaquise in the building. Iffy Wadaway in the hey, building. how's it going, everyone? We've spent a week with you, dude. We had the two-parter earlier this yeah. week. I know. You learned Even though a lot Jack, about he's me. learned a lot about you. Edgar yeah. is still banned from the room. Oh, good. Uh, we good. banned that nigga from the state. No, that's. Perfect. Let's get that nigga out of the state. Perfect. <laughs> we are finally safe. We finally safe. We ain't got nothing to worry about. It's Culture Kings, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, dude, it's been, it's been a crazy fucking week. Already and today is only Monday, like when we we're recording this. But yeah. it's been it's been a crazy fucking like what, just what weekend. Happened? I'm just talking about like I we had we had Tiger winning the Masters. Yep. We had Game of Thrones coming yep. back. Uh, I played baseball this week, so for yep. me it was an extra crazy, and I was salty as fuck when yeah. I played too. Because uh, let me tell you something, man. I don't know who on my baseball team listens to the show. I don't necessarily care. But uh, it's a weird thing when everybody's on the same level of mediocrity. <laughs> but, like, people still act like, like I'm in the, charge. Yeah. And, like, nigga, we all suck. I'm in here. I'm, I, I should have been pro. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, dude. I'm just like, yo, man, like, I ain't got to, we ain't got to prove nothing to each other, man. We out here having fun. We ain't play, We ain't going for minor league contracts. Uh, we playing rec league baseball where niggas can barely barely make the throw from third to first. Uh, like, yeah. it's not, and it just so I was salty as hell playing that playing my last game, but it ended up being a good. We lost like a motherfucker. Oh, okay. We got beat like fifteen to three, Woo. Uh, which Goodness is gracious an average who, who loss are y'all for us. Up against? We was up against these big hokey motherfuckers, dude. It's a new team in the league. Yep. All these motherfuckers look like uh, 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 Daniel Bryan's, which to a wrestler is, they all look like you. Yeah. Especially. Like, in wrestling, like, you would be small. Yeah. uh, Just height-wise and, like, but. I mean, I'm taller than Big E. Calm down. Okay. All right. Well, you would be, like, a Big E, but, like, half his size because he's a fucking brick wall. All right. Uh, nah, that's not an insult. Biggie, know, Biggie you, thick as fuck, man. Yeah, he's very thick. You <laughs> Biggie thick as fuck, he's dude. Thick. You got, got the, you, know. you got more like the Michael B. Jordan thickness going. Okay, you uh, know what to say. Get me back. <laughs> You know exactly what to say. You got that thickness going. You yeah. ain't got the big E thickness going. You got the Xavier Woods thickness going, <laughs> but right. even more muscle. Ooh, okay. Uh, but still, on a baseball field, 
Y'all some big ass motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all some big ass niggas, dude. So, so they were slugging it. So they slugging, dude. They slugging. Uh, any home runs? Did they hit any home no runs? No home runs, man. No home runs. I did. I pitched the inning. Uh, got out of it. No runs. But I did get a fucking fastball straight past my face. Whoa. Like one of those, uh, like hit it right back to the pitcher. Yeah. And you hear that motherfucker. Uh, and like, if it wasn't like a bullet, I could have caught it. Yeah. But like before your brain reacts that this ball is right next to my face. Yeah. Your first instinct is to get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah this would have been a very different cast if that would have smacked you in the face. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, I would be dead. <laughs> I would be dead, dude. You might have cracked your skull. I don't think it would have killed you. Bro. If a ball going past you so fast that you hear it, that's that's a that's a fact. It was I mean, a I could big, punch past your face. I could punch past your face and you'd hear it. I guess so. I guess so. But I would be expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be expecting it. And that motherfucker, you, your punch ain't going like an extra hundred and fifty feet past yeah. me. Uh, and it was a big dude who hit it too. But other than that, man, it's just been a crazy weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited for the fucking week. Oh yeah. Uh, dude, what's your thoughts on Tiger? Oh man, uh, you know, are you a golf fan? Are you a golf fan? I I'm not a golf fan. I'm a fan of like black athletes. Yeah, it's so interesting. You're though, not a sports fan though. How, really, you're not a huge sports fan either. I mean, I am a uh, a hometown fan where right. like I follow my Dodgers, mm-hmm. my Lakers, mm-hmm. my Kings. You know, my Sparks. Oh, the L.A. Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Your sparks, my sparks, you know. I woke up uh, you. I think I'm switching over to the L.A. Football Club, you know. Yeah, get your soccer on. Yeah, so I'll I'll follow that. But then, yeah, no, I'm not stat tracking and doing all that extra stuff. It's just I have all this nerdy thing stuff to keep up with. I can't right. add another set of rules, information, and strats to this head. Yeah, like it's weird though, because I'm with you on that with like hockey. Yeah. Uh, when the Blackhawks are good and winning. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, dude. I'm a Hawks fan. I'm a I'm a I'm a a a, a willing bandwagon fan. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Well, it's not a bandwagon if it's I mean, yeah, because it's my hometown. Yeah. yeah, it's my hometown. Of course, I'm gonna root for them. Yeah. I, I want them to win. And truth be told, it's exciting to shit. Hockey is exciting. Yeah. It's just. I mean, they throw them things. Yeah. yeah. At this age, I can't get into a fourth sport. Yeah. Uh, it's too much. But. Soccer, I don't think I could ever. The Chicago Fire yeah, could win 25 consecutive soccer championships, and I would not give a fuck, dude, which I know. Get down there and check it out. Nah, you know, man. Miles love that shit. I know, dude. I know. He's going hard. Don't Will Ferrell own the L.A. team? Uh, he might own the, because the, the new one is the L.A. football club. Yeah. Yeah, I know he has something to do with them. Yeah, so... Do you actually be following them though? I know you don't follow the sport, but like when you player, root for your team, do you actually be knowing what's going on? Uh, yeah, I mean, do you, do you mean do I understand the basics of sports? Yes. Well, no, 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 because like, <laughs> or I, do you mean am I following tracking players and stuff? Well, no. Here's what I mean. Like, I don't watch hockey, mm-hmm. so when I am watching a Blackhawks game. Like, I get the basics of you got to put the puck in the fucking yeah. net. And, you know, like, that's pretty much it. And just, like, little stuff from there. But I couldn't tell you anything else, like strategy or if if a call happens. Like, it's all foreign to me. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, with soccer in general. 
Oh, soccer, yeah. No, that that one's simply just I know you score in each goal. Yeah. I just learned what offsides was just <laughs> right. not too long ago. <laughs> right, dude. Uh and 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 just kind of like the basics. But as I watch whenever I'm watching my teams, I am like if someone I'm watching with is like of that sport, I'm like asking them, like I'm not going to sit there and just be like, "All right, this is out of my element." I'm gonna be like, "Okay, so why did that happen?" And, you know, like, especially this happens a lot in basketball because the more I watch basketball because it's happening more and more just living with someone who's as big of a fan as Carl, the more I learn there's, like, tiny little intricacies in, like, the rules that I'm mm. like, why did that happen? And it was, oh, well, there's this, this, this. And I was like, oh, I felt pretty confident of my knowledge of basketball rules, and I didn't know that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, dude. That is... That's like the next level fan. Yeah. I, that's how I am with baseball. So uh, baseball is your 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 sport. Baseball like, is my sport. Basketball is a very close second. Oh, so I can get pretty intricate with basketball too. So did you cry when the Cubs won? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Do you not know this? <laughs> no, I didn't hear your cry story. No, dude, I cry. Yeah, dude. It was you know what it was, man. Oh man, I'm happy already thinking about that shit. That was a stressful ass fucking playoff series. For like the Cubs winning that, there's there like the gravity of being a fan of that team. This is something that nobody on planet Earth has ever seen. Yeah. Like, and it's not like it's a new thing. Like these motherfuckers just haven't won in so long yeah. that nobody recorded alive has ever seen them play. They won a World Series last, obviously. 2016 but before that before radio was even a thing fuck tv niggas had to read about it in the paper yeah. <laughs> so like here they won dude yeah so like nobody had ever seen the cubs win the world series uh the cubs were and it's different too because like even though you're not the biggest sports fan i know you can probably relate to this it's a difference between the team that gets hot that's good and gets hot and then rides that momentum to like winning the title Versus the Cubs that season were, like, projected number one from day one. Yeah. Like, and they literally uh, went wire to wire. They were the number one team in baseball from the beginning of the season all the way to the fucking end. And that's uh, added stress because you like, this team is supposed to win. Yeah. Not this team is like, oh, shit, the, the Cubs might win. No, this team is supposed to fucking win, right? Yeah. And so all of that, right? So the first series, they play the Giants. And the Giants in baseball have won, at that point, have won three out of the last five World Series. Yeah, no, I'm very so, aware of the Giants, yeah. them being the, the believe rival, even, yeah. the, the, the quote-unquote rivals of Los Angeles. Of Los Angeles. We'll get to LA rivals after this, too. Hell yeah. So, that, you know, all of, you know, baseball is a superstition sport, so you play in them, you're like, ah, oh, these niggas, we beat them. Then we play the Dodgers. I don't have a problem with the Dodgers, but... I got to go to a playoff game. It was great. I got to say I could go to a playoff game during the Cubs World Series run. But being in a city, living in a city where everybody around you is rooting for the team that you're not, yeah. just sucks. 
Like it just oh, yeah. fucking sucks, dude. Oh yeah, especially we rowdy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, also, that. the Dodgers fan does not have a good track record no. with opposing fans. No, dude. They somebody put their hands on Jess, and I almost fucking got in the fight at Whoa. Dodger Stadium, dude. I didn't know about uh, that. Like niggas throwing beers on Cubs fans. I mean, like it made me hate Dodger fans. Yeah. Uh, which is so funny when like I talk to Carl about Cub fans, and he'll just say. Man, they're just rude. And then I tell him my story, and he just, well, that's how Dodger fans are. Like, no, nigga, I got a legitimate reason to hate y'all, nigga. Like, I didn't before that. But then then they won that, right? Yeah. And then the World Series is a best out of four. uh, Best out of seven. You got to win four games. The Cubs were down three to one. So at this point, we're like, they lost. Like, they teased us all this way. They lost. They won three straight. I couldn't watch a game with people. I had to watch the game alone in the dark, every fucking World Series game. So when they won, the tears that came out of my eyes were more of just like a frustration release. <laughs> like, because uh, it, like, it had just been like for a month, had just been like yeah. just holding it. And so when they finally won, it was just like, ah. <laughs> and, then, and then like it wasn't until the next day where like the gravity hit me. Like I just saw my team win. A World Series, I, it was. I is still. It will be. My kids will be the second greatest thing that ever happened <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah. Easily. Yeah, easily. I mean that's 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 what's crazy is like it, it's so interesting to hear you talk about the Cubs story because there is this like oh underdog story and there is a a like love for it where like being a LA fan. No matter what, everyone is anti-LA teams because everyone decides to have a rivalry with us because yeah. of just fake bullshit that I always hear. Yeah. But like, like I want to start off with number one. Everyone's like, people in LA are so fake. I mean, even if we ignore the fact that lots of times they're talking about people who move from bullshit towns, probably the, their town, yeah. coming to LA and uh, posturing because they feel like they need to act some way to f- uh, fit out here. On top of that, lots of times, like, I once, because I had a buddy from New York who was like, he's like, you know, they're fake. And I was like, what do you mean by that? Like, what what does fake mean? He's like, well, you know, in New York, if you don't like someone, you just kind of, like, tell them to your face. You just, like, That's rude as fuck. And he was like, he was like, out there, you know, you just, like, smile because you might have to work with them. I was like, yeah, that's being smart and nice. Yeah. Like, I don't know why that's (laughs) looked at as a negative. Like, why do you have to create these, like, burning feuds? Like, your idea of how people should act is the reason Tupac and Biggie aren't alive. Yeah. Uh, simple as that. You know, that idea that you have to have animosity. It's like, no, we do have to work to, with each other. And working with someone who you hate isn't being fake. That's called being a fucking professional. It's and professional. maybe you'd be further along in life if you just figured that out. Yeah. Um, they, they, now the thing, like, they, it's just so funny, too, because everyone always has, and, you know, that's one definition. Everyone also has, like, you know, everyone's always trying to get in and move and move up. It's like, yeah, everyone is. Yeah. Even you, yeah. you just you just don't like the way some people are doing it, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's because a lot of introverted people don't like how extroverted uh, networking is, mm-hmm. and so now that becomes a problem, and someone's trying to be conniving instead of just no, they're just trying to make friends, you know. Yeah. And it's so weird the move up thing, like yeah. that's everywhere, and that's I'm not this literally is, everywhere. This is not a knock on anybody who like works here, but that's even at like. The local Walmart and fucking uh, Tennessee. Well, here's here's like the, everybody uh, like wants to move up. I mean, all that <laughs> aside, the most important thing is I think uh, 
I think you don't know what your end goal is if you don't understand why that's important. If you don't yeah. understand why you have to be chill, cool, and actually like seem like a dope person, is because if me and you are writing on the show, that means we're stuck in a room together from eight to twelve hours mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck wants to be stuck in a room with someone who's just trash or 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 just complains about shit all the time or smells or is yeah. weird or doesn't pick up on social cues you know like that's just a simple fact of it and that's part of it and that goes for almost every creative outlet out here if you're an actor you're on set with someone from a almost like a guaranteed 12 hours plus for with most people and if someone's like a whiner complainer you don't want to be on set with someone while you're trying to nail a line and they're like oh this is taking forever fuck that yeah you know like this is a very collaborative industry that we're in so yes you have to be friendly and make friends and make people understand that you're not a weirdo and you're cool to be around because in every facet of what you do out here it's gonna be you stuck in a room with people and you know the to even go further than that like even before you get to set for instance like if you're an actor like me being an asshole to somebody when it's not worth being an asshole to them at all that person could be making the decision between me sitting at home making zero money and me on set making ten to twenty thousand dollars. Nine times out of ten, that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. So y'all be real if y'all want. I'm gonna go ahead and make this bread. Yeah. Uh and fake smile on somebody's face. So Yeah. I, you know, like and it's not even a fake smile, it's just like this shit ain't worth it. Also the like aspect of like being real is like it's whack it, it's it's not even whack it's not even like it, it's it's so relative like what is being real you exactly. know is being real like just ignoring all like you know social standards and 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 etiquette to to stay true to what you believe is true like i think the best example of it is terry cruz and how mm. men will be like oh why didn't he knock him out he's so big like in, in that instance that that's being real and he was being what fake or a quote-unquote bitch for not knocking this powerful dude out mm-hmm. and it's like that's why you're sitting there chilling talking shit from the computer and not doing shit with your life because you don't make the smart decisions that control that like we have to understand and and i'm lucky enough one of the first things my one of my first pieces of adult advice that i got from my dad was that he was like you are a big black man you are intimidating and people will use that against you he was like because I used to be, I was, I had a short temper, and if so, and I, if I felt someone wronged me, I felt I could be quote unquote real and tell what's up, and and when everyone hears the quote, the full story, quote unquote, that then 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 everything's gonna be chill. But no, it, it sometimes it doesn't even make it to that. Sometimes you could tell the full story. And no one's going to believe your story mm-hmm. because that person has more seniority than you. So you have to then play the game to survive and that's what he was saying he was like people know that if he was like people know that if you are angry everyone will be afraid of you everyone will be against you so you can't let people make you angry you can't let people get you worked up and have people see you worked up because you're only gonna lose that Mm -hmm. and once i learned that it was it was the only piece of advice I need because you can see like sometimes you can just pay attention and watch the way people word things or watch the way people act in certain situations. You can tell they're trying to get a invoke a certain emotion out of you and you can play into that and then get fucked over or you can flip that stone cold face and then make and and, and now they're they're looking stupid. Mm hmm. 
Because sometimes they'll do that and you don't respond to it, but you not respond to it really amplifies the shit that they're pulling. And then the person who's watching all this calls it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I deal with that more than I, I would like to. But you just, I think also it's a thing of age, too. Yeah. It's a thing of age. Like, I, I, I'm way better equipped to deal with even those type of people or just any situation in that realm at 32 than I was at 25 and then at 18 I think and it's, 21 it's and age, all that And shit. I think it's also like a level of like, as things get better, we kind of take our foot off the gas, but I think the same rules are still in play. Yeah. I think because we think, you know, people are, are, uh, appearing more woke that, Oh, you know, if they hear the full story, that's, that hasn't changed shit, man. Mm-hmm. People, people can say they're going to be woke, but there's still there's a lot of that stuff that, is is ingrained it's it's socially ingrained and and they are they're they're not aware they're being unwoke and if you want to really test how woke somebody is if you see like a white person who really claims to be woke wait till you have to call them out on something they might not be as woke as they think they are about Mm -hmm. then then the whole situation flips yeah then 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 being woke is too much even though they were fighting so hard to be considered woke now it's too much because now they have to change something Mm -hmm. and it's because just you know we're in an age where we kind of determine, I feel like I've said this before, but it was a while ago. I know it's been a while since I said this, but we're in an age where we get to uh, manufacture our own reality. If you're online and someone says something you don't agree with or don't like, you can block them. And then that take never comes your way, mm-hmm. you know, and I think there's a lot of good to that, but you know, obviously every good thing has a bad That's side. That's a bad thing. You're putting you yourself can, in the bubble you, you want to be yeah, in. Yeah. You can truly put yourself in the bubble and have everything. Like so many times you can see on Twitter, people just saying like basic shit for brownie points. Like people just want to be woke, but no one wants to do the work. Like everyone, yeah. wa- people will do the clap emoji saying a basic thing where it's like, people keep your hands to yourself. Clap, keep clap your clap hands, clap to clap yourself, clap 30 million retweets. And then that, that person gets to go on their life being like, hell yeah, I'm woke. Everyone on Twitter knows I'm woke. <laughs> Little, even, but that same person is grabbing asses in the club. You know, yeah. like, it's, yeah. it, 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 like being woke is a commodity now and not really an action. Yeah. And so you have all this posturing. And on top of that, you have people creating this reality, building a circle that's emboldening their one viewpoint and one side. And then when you are attacking that idea you're not just attacking the idea anymore you are breaking what their perceived reality is mm-hmm. if 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 you if if you were jakees and everything about you was the same but one thing you you said is like look black people can breathe fire if they try hard enough and you 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 find a whole community of black people online who who said that everything about you though is the same. So like mm-hmm. it's it's not going to come up unless, you know, that subject comes up. So your whole reality is built on this. Everyone's kind of reinforcing who you are. And then somebody c- comes up and they're like, "Man, there's a crazy group of people who think that black people build uh can breathe fire." And you're like, "Well, they can." And then that person lists out all these facts 
uh, about it, like your whole foundation of your reality lies on top of that. It's ingrained with who you are. So mm-hmm. it no longer feels like somebody's attacking that idea. It feels like they're attacking you as a person. Yeah. And that kind of bleeds in even into nerddom, which is why you got all these dudes freaking out about female Ghostbusters or Mortal Kombat not having enough boobs is because that aspect of that thing, they have unintentionally woven it with who they are. Exactly so many nerds identify as being a nerd like i think it's so funny to see people try and commodify their nerdiness and try and commodify their blackness so when you try and find nuance with those people it's impossible because it's a part of who they are so you're no longer attacking an idea you're 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 attacking who they are as a person so there it it adds more defensiveness it adds more weight to the the argument and nuances in this weird place where it's dead no one's able to kind of take a full step back and just be like all right why i here's here's a tip i'm going all over the place because i'm in rant mode i love it but if next time you find yourself in an argument even if you don't agree with them and and i'm not saying like straight up here's here's my rule for this stuff as i go into this because i as i talk about it there's a little thing scratched in the back of my head where people was like oh people can be using this to like you know try and shit on people who are doing good but it's like Anything that negates another living human being's experience, life, existence, fuck all that. Rules, there's no use even arguing that. Mm -hmm. And this shit doesn't apply to that. Mm -hmm. That is not, that is what, that is about. yeah, that is the universal reality. Yeah. If, If we see a trans woman, trans man, gay man, gay woman non-binary nb man woman they exist on this world mm-hmm. nothing nothing you you can block them on facebook all this they exist they are part of this world and so someone defending them and you trying to say that they don't exist for whatever bullshit reason that doesn't work because that is a real reality i'm talking about the false realities we make and uh and and kind of to protect ourselves because sometimes we, you can use them to protect yourself uh but i almost lost my train of thought to just to kind of add that uh <laughs> disclaimer because that is because i can just totally feel that's kind of how that's any, somebody will take it like that and yeah be like, well you said it yeah, yeah exactly yeah but you know it, it really is like the next time you're in an argument with uh with someone and you before you even try and attack that argument even though you might already know where you think tr- try and understand why that person thinks that way because I feel like you can get so much further in a discussion or an argument to try and figure out and understand why that uh, claim is being made and work from there. For example, uh, on Nerdificent, we had you know two Nigerian brothers uh, who came on and they were talking and they were bashing the boondocks. They thought they hated. It. They 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 kind of had this idea that like. You know, it was borrowing from a lot of Asian cultures when there's this rich African cultures. Like, why aren't we propping that up and all mm-hmm. that? And it's a very African stance because, you know, when you are when you have the privilege, because I feel like there is a privilege to being African and knowing, like, your heritage and history, you know all these other stories. And sometimes you grow up or, or surrounded by Africans and it's it seems like everyone should know this and why not? But it's not being taught in our schools. It's not. And instead of, you know, and sometimes you find yourself people like I think the best example is when uh, Black Panther came out. A lot of Africans were like, oh, we're talking about Wakanda. What about Africa, Africa? It's like a lot of people don't know where they're from in Africa, Africa. Mm-hmm. So let them have Wakanda. I love the idea of Wakanda. I love that there was a place that if you didn't 
weren't able to find out what tribe exactly in the country, exactly in Africa you were able to find. You were able to have this fictional place to bond with your people. That represents yeah. everything that we wanted to represent. Exactly. Too. Yeah. So so I was all about that. But, you know, anyway, like I said, people have different takes and people are open to them. But I, but I think that it really does come from a place of African privilege. And when when they when they had it you know someone dm me hot i i forget his name but i think he listens to this too so he'll hear this and he was hot and then uh he was coming to me like mad about it and he was like what's their at their at has been connected colonet productions they welcomed you to at them because they wanted to have these discussions yeah but they um but he kept like when we were going back and forth. I think forth, I remember this thread. Was yeah, it a thread or a DM? It was a thread. It was a DM. Okay. But, somebody but there else were a few also threads. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when we're, and I kind of said the same thing in both of these. When we were going back and forth though with this person in particular, they were saying, they kept mentioning how it took them back to when they were in like med school or whatever. And these Nigerians would act a certain way from them and all this stuff. So then after a certain point, I was like, okay, I can't continue this argument without addressing this because you're coming into this discussion with baggage. Yeah. You obviously are letting your your disdain for those Nigerians paint the picture of all Nigerians. And instead of looking at, you know, a statement like that in just kind of ignorance and or privilege, you're looking at it as like, oh, all Nigerians are dicks because I already met a dick. Mm. And then I was able to kind of take a step back and be like, let's talk about this first because this is a problem and this is why. I was like, because essentially I pointed out that he is, by being mad at that, he is using that same excuse that white people used to be racist against black people. Yeah. I remember there was a lat, uh, like Mexican dude who like, he, he hated all black people. It was, it was like a friend of my ex-girlfriend's friend. And I was like, yo, that's fucked up. And he was like, well, you know, he, because he, he was in a wheelchair, he was like, you know, he got shot by some black people and was in a wheelchair. So that's what, and I was like, that doesn't excuse that shit. That's one specific black person, not in, and you know, it was gang violence. And I was like, don't pull this in because you probably did some dirt. And you, yeah. probably, and I know, I, you know, I grew up in Compton. I know Tortilla Flats. I, I saw them spray paint fuck niggers on the thing like there it wasn't this one-sided thing that was happening if we right. were doing gang violence like that straight up if let's keep it all the way 100 percent funky on that that whole thing it's both sides antagonizing yeah. each other so you don't get to be like oh i'm racist because of that because you were probably racist statistics have shown, yeah statistics have shown you've been racist before that mm-hmm but a lot of white people too will be like you know i don't like black people because you know uh, or the fucking liam neeson thing yeah you know, like everyone's looking for an excuse to get away with their bullshit. With their bullshit. Well, this black That's, bastard I mean, even, raped even, my girl. Yeah. All right. Even if we want to even go even within our own community yeah. where like this this idea of homophobia and transphobia being like let slide by black men because it was like, well, you know, they trying to trick us. It was like nobody trying to nobody trick trying you, nigga. trying to trick you, bro. Nigga, you were in there trying to smash. And right. then And then you, you got embarrassed when it really got down to it because you right. weren't really about that life. So you don't don't try and like kill a trans woman because you weren't sure about what you wanted mm-hmm. because your ma- your masculinity is so toxic that you can't even fuck who you want to fuck because mm-hmm. you because because you because you've already put bullshit in your head so much bullshit that it leads to a death of another human being what the fuck is wrong with that yeah. and how dare you use that to to hold down and try and condemn another fucking human being 
Like, it's all types of shit. But it's all psychology, too. Yeah, dude. It is. And there's also a certain type of... like you were saying earlier, how wokeness has, it, it, it's not even, a, it's a, I forget the exact word you said, but it's not like something that we are trying to, I we all probably hate the word woke, but the idea yeah. of being woke is like a commodity now, yeah. or, or it's like a popularity, it's like a social media influencer popularity type thing, right? Yeah. You know what is really messy? What? I'll talk about it after the break. We'll be back. Oh, you want to know what's messy, Iffy? It's that Game of Thrones, baby. (laughs) The game is getting messy. Winter is here. 565 fucking days later. Oh, man. I'm excited. Did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it before we talk no, about I'm it? No, not a Game of Thrones person, but you, not can, a Game talk, of Thrones? you can talk all about it. I won't talk about uh, it. Because I read the books, and then I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this season and then go back and clean up. So and I'm going to watch up. it, but yeah. I'm not. I'm With a show like I'm kind of like interested in and the way I'm interested in Game of Thrones, I don't mind spoilers. All right, cool. I won't spoil it too much. Uh, I will say that I am excited it's coming back. I am excited it's back. Uh, if anybody's listened to this and they're worried about spoilers, I may spoil something, but this isn't going to be like, I'm just spoiling everything. I'm just going to talk freely. Uh, yeah, how about, here's what we do on Nerd Ifs when we want to talk about something spoilery, but we want you know people to be able to skip it. Set a specific timer and then mm-hmm. give yourself that amount of time to talk about anything, no holds bar. Oh, and yeah. they can just uh, fast forward at that time. Hey, you got, you got 15, 20 minutes. All right. 15 to 20 minutes, if that. If that, maybe not even. Here's what the first thing I want to talk about is 2017 when this show went off the air. Yeah. In its final season, I was not on Twitter. Uh, this season, I'm obviously on Twitter. And man, Twitter is so quick and funny with all the fucking memes and shit. And I know, like, some of them probably don't mean anything to you because you didn't actually watch the episode. Yeah. But, dude, these memes of Bran, just mean mugging motherfuckers, <laughs> and all the other, the fucking Aladdin dragon flying shit, and all the stuff that came out of that first episode, and the jokes that's coming from it. Man, Twitter's so reliable. Twitter's so reliable for a good quick laugh that I wish I would have been on Twitter for the first seven seasons <laughs> of this fucking show. <laughs> Uh, especially for moments like the Red Wedding when everybody fucking got stabbed and their throat oh, yeah. slit and shit like that. Or just all types of shit, man. It's so fucking funny, man. So I, that is, that gave me a new thing to look forward to the rest of the season. Although I will say, it's annoying as shit to have to actively... Not even stay off social media, but damn near stay off your damn phone. Man, I want, that uh, is something I want to talk about because it seems like people have just been openly flagrant oh, with yeah. spoilers. Like, I they don't remember. Been. It seems like it's gotten worse from season one till now. Yeah. We're like, beat for beat, moment for moment, 
niggas were just spoiling shit. Like, when yeah. did that happen? When did that get okay? I mean, dude, some people just be like, once it airs, it airs. Like, I mean, friend of the pod, friend of both of us, Lacey is like that. Oh, yeah, but that uh, seems like a Lacey-ass thing to do. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That That is her. That's her. That's her MO. But I can't, especially because that shit don't come on at the same time everywhere. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like that's why there's that half the why. country that sees it first. Also, like, did did you go to the store today? Did you do anything today? People be at work. People, be, yeah, dude, that's the thing. Like, we live in a new era of TV where niggas ain't watching shit at yeah. the same. People don't sit down to watch TV no more. And I know that. And, and look, I, I get the flip side argument to to this. Yo, you know it's happening, so stay off of social media. And you're right, and I do. Yeah, but, you know, like, there's but... one point where it's, like, because that's, I was thinking about that, too, because I'm the same way. If I know I'm going to see something I don't want to spoil, I stay off social you got media. You But it's, like, if you at work or you doing something, like, you got to be able to do something. You, you got to know? be able to do something. And it gets to the point now, too, it's not even, you know, like, uh, a lot of times, I don't know if you like this, I'll just act, I'll just press the Twitter button out of habit. Yeah. You know, like, you oh, open yeah. your phone and it's the no, first thing you press. That's 100% what I do. And so, you I'll do that shit. Twitter. Then end up clicking it again. Yeah, you close it and then go right back to it. Yeah. So a lot of times the, the first thing that pops up is a damn spoiler. Uh, and niggas now putting spoilers in their stories and shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> doing spoiler like, memes. Yeah, it's like come the fuck on. But uh, I with with the with the show like this. Here's my rule. If you are that deep into it, you got the whole day. You got the whole day. If you don't watch it by 24 hours afterwards, or by the time this episode comes out, oh, almost a week afterwards, then you probably don't care about spoilers, and that's fair. But night of, 30 minutes after it air, or right when it happens, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. I remember John, John Snow's death got ruined for me. Oh, really? It did, dude. It got ruined for me, and you know how it got ruined for me? So... Like, this was obviously, like, four years ago. Uh, HBO used to, I think they still do it now, where you can watch it live on HBO, and then the minute it goes off the air, uh, you can watch it on HBO Go. Oh. Right? So they don't air it concurrently. You can watch it a minute, like, the minute it goes off the air, it's up on HBO Go. Uh, And I jumped on HBO Go, Right at seven o'clock, it came on at six. I was there seven o'clock, ready to watch it. Right, yeah. And made the accident of jumping on my phone at six fifty nine, right when this nigga was dying, (laughs) right when I turned on the episode. And so, and this is when motherfuckers still more people had cable at this point too. And so, like the argument then was even more prevalent because it's like, yo, man, y'all know everybody ain't got cable, just. Wait the whole wait wait till it airs on HBO Go then like you be trash yeah <laughs> like then be trash but I opened my phone just to like check a text message or something and oh, it was man. the first thing on Facebook Jon Snow is dead and I was like you motherfucker <laughs> I was so mad dude yeah so fucking mad uh, but here's the real thing I want to talk about and you can easily jump in this alright here's one thing that I hate. And I hate this not just with Game of Thrones. I hate this with shit like the Super Bowl. I hate this with shit like uh, anything that people are excited about, right? Yeah. Is the other half of people 
feeling the need to let everybody know I don't give a shit about this thing. Yeah, well, here's the and, thing. And before you jump into yeah, yours, here's you the thing with me. Here, here's the thing with me. If you don't, nobody, I don't care if you don't like it. You cannot like something. That's fine. It is the, I see everybody else excited about this, and I can't get, I, I can't be a part of this. So I'm going to be a part of it by trying to shit on what you like. Or make it known that I'm too cool to like stupid shit, quote unquote stupid shit like that. And I'm just like, for what, man? For what? Like nobody, nobody cares. And you know the part that even is more annoying is I'll see people who can't who do that same shit with other things that they like. Like yeah. let's say for instance wrestling. Like I like wrestling in Game of Thrones, and I saw somebody who loves wrestling do the same thing with Game of Thrones, but like. Literally a week ago when WrestleMania was on TV, they were on the internet saying, look, if you don't like WrestleMania, some of us do, so we don't care. And a week later, your hypocritical ass doing the same thing with Game of Thrones, man. And it's just, it baffles my fucking mind, dude. Like, I'm like, why? Why? Well, that's what's so funny to me, because the thing, the fact of the matter is, it's a very childish thing to do, and it's like literally uh, kind of insane. Because I think about... Like, when I was a teenager, I, you know, I hated MF Doom. Mm. I love MF Doom now. MF Doom is is one of my favorite rappers, but the only reason I hated him, and this is in high school, was because everyone liked him. And I knew, and what's funny enough is when you do something when you're young, you're able to be more self-aware because you're not as in tune to how dumb you are. Everyone pretends, like, if you were to tell someone who was saying that, that they're doing it just because it's popular, they'd be like, no, I'm not, I'm just, you know, I'm just tired of hearing about it. But, like, when you're younger, you're like, no, I'm doing this to be cool. Like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, everyone likes this thing, so I don't like it. Like, that's, and that's why I didn't like it. So, it's crazy to see grown-ass adults doing it. Yeah. Because that's something that a high school person does. And and it's funny because it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you don't have a personality because you can't, or it's not even that you don't have a personality. What it really is, it what it truly is, is I think what you nailed it. There's a thing that they can't be a part of. They're not mm-hmm. willing to do the thing to be a part of it. So they have to make it seem bad. Mm-hmm. There's so many people who like, and and like everyone forgets about the third option. Like you can like the thing, you can not like the thing, or you could just not even give a shit to it. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot act like there's, I'm sure fucking the the top of the bowling league is crushing it but that's just not my shit (laughs) i don't know anything about it but i'm not gonna go online and bash it i'm not gonna go online and pretend i like it yeah dude it's just not part of what i do when the world cup is on i would i would rather sit on the toilet for four hours than watch the world cup i don't care about soccer but i'm not online being like i can't believe all y'all niggas watching the world cup no man have fun dude yeah like it's fun for you like have fucking fun i i it's weird. Yeah, no, that's that that's it. I don't know. Yeah, like I wanted to say I don't know where it came from, but I do. It's just a childish thing people would do, you know. And it's like, oh, well, all y'all like this. Well, let me try and it's like, look, all these thousands of people watching this thing can't be wrong. And lots of times too, you'll see that happen for things where like, like for example, a lot of people in gaming will hate on Final Fantasy VII because. It's regarded as the best Final Fantasy, which it is. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it's gotten a movie, it's gotten a sequel, it's gotten a prequel, it's gotten all this extra stuff. 
but people uh, who are fans of other Final Fantasies will shit on it. And it really just comes from the place of they wish that their version got more support. Right. And I see that in many different aspects or any different game where it's like, oh, everyone wants it. Like, for example, uh, when it, when Fortnite came around and it was super popular, people who liked PUBG or like another battle royale was like, Fortnite's dumb because of this, this. And then Apex got popular. And then the Fortnite people were like, Apex is dumb. And it's all because they're afraid of the popularity of another game losing the support and that their game's going to s- disappear. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's funny, it's silly. It's weird, dude. And like for me it goes even further, especially over the past like 2 years. I've gone so far away from telling people things they like are not good. Yeah. Uh you know, every blue moon cuz we're all human. Uh, you will be somebody will be like, I like that, and be like, oh, I do not like that, especially if yeah. we're just in conversational mode. Oh yeah. But there is this contingency of people who get joy from if you like something, making you feel bad for liking it, and I just don't get that. Uh, or talking shit about things you like, like you, you're a friend. With, you're, I mean, you do a show with uh, Apodaca, right? Yeah. And his love for Weezer, right? Yeah. I don't get Weezer. I had him on the pod. We did like a really cool thing where he played me a few Weezer songs. I played him a few Jason Mraz songs. We like compared notes. It was super fun. I don't like Weezer. A lot of people probably don't like Weezer, but yeah. like, I'm not gonna sit up here and make this dude feel stupid because he likes something that I don't know or care or anything about. But there are people out there like you like Weezer, man. That's some whack shit, dude. I don't even know. Really, for you, you don't listen to good stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, he probably does, dude. He probably that's good to him. He listens to his good stuff. Yeah. And and not to use just Matt as an example, but yeah, dude, that that type of shit pisses me off. Or liking bad TV shows, for instance. Like uh if you like an old bad TV, let's say somebody just likes, oh man, I love 90210. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh yeah, it's probably funny. And if you with your boys and they ragging on you, that's different. But I'm talking about you like man, you don't watch good TV. Yeah. It's just like, all right, man, who's who who's to say what's good TV? What who fucking knows, dude? Who knows? It annoys the hell out of me when people just what do they call it? Yuck your yum. Oh yeah, that's exactly what it is. Don't yuck somebody else's yum. I don't get it. I never heard that term until like maybe four or five months ago. Yeah. Uh, and I still don't quite get what it means, but I get what it stands for. And it is the most annoying thing in the fucking world that I know you can relate to, especially as a self-proclaimed fan of nerdy culture, nerd culture. Uh, we got that a lot growing up yeah. in the black community. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been called Wayne Brady or Carlton or... yeah. Things like that, just well, because it, I know, and it's funny because it is this like thing about how it's it's very interesting because I've I've approached this from many different facets. You know, obviously the nerdy thing, like every every that one I took up to typical immature schoolyard kind of mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, oh, you're doing a weird thing that I don't understand, so I'm gonna just razz you for it, and that's mm-hmm. just what it was. Like you, if you were different in any way. Then you got roasted for it. And that, you know, and sometimes you roast back, whatever. Yeah. But then, like, there, I don't know, there was, like, a thing. And I I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. But, like, when the whole conversation of, like, 
men in dresses uh, for SNL and men in dresses for comedy came up and it was like, yo, they're emasculating the black man and this is that. And like, on the one hand, I definitely think there's a point to that and it all depends on who's writing it, where is it coming from. But on the other point, I was looking at it as like, we are limiting ourselves from one thing that white men get to do, white comedians get to do all the time. Like, you know, Jim Carrey did like a whole character of a woman in a dress and there's tons of white men comics on SNL who have done it. But when it's a black man, you know, so like that idea of like, you know, a black man in a dress inherently, Mm -hmm. like we don't do that. Or like, or the idea of like, don't do X, Y, or Z because, you know, it, it, it stands for the whole black community. I, I all, I rebuffed that very early in my life because I was looking at it in two ways. One, we shouldn't allow people to judge us based off of one black person. We, we should never allow, let that slide. We should never let it be fly. Two, we should never limit ourselves or our brothers and sisters from doing anything that they truly want to do because of how it'll look as long as it's not, you know, some Candace, uh, Owens, Owens type shit, shit you know, yeah. or anything that's like, you know, kind of putting black people down, mm-hmm. but like, you know, like, but like, you know, different, like maybe starting a rock band or being goth or anything like that used to be something I heard a lot of like why people would call out weird shit black people were doing because it's like, well, this is how they see us. And, and I used to, I even like, I remember when I was a kid, I like fucking, not a kid like a teen i pat myself on the back of being like you know when whenever i interact with a white guy person you know i'm i'm always like going above and beyond because you know that i might be the first person they interact with and now you know i'm trying to leave them give them a good you know a impression on a black person like from a young you know teen standpoint like that that gumption and that idea is good but it it doesn't have the mature step back of being like why do you have to prove yourself to this why can't this person see you meet you and see you as a human and you know think highly of you without you kissing their ass that that and unless i misunderstood what you were saying not only that but when they meet you and they walk away with an impression of you it is of you yeah not just every body who looks like you exactly uh like that's not fair to you either yeah Uh, that's not fair to black people in general yeah and that shit is just straight up what it is racist yeah like you everyone you meet you're meeting from the first time Mm -hmm. and always remember that i think people it's we've so many people have been like you know (laughs) like allowed to get away with just like painting their experience with a group of people because they met someone from the group once. Yeah. And that's just simply unacceptable. Unacceptable. I don't like it. Yeah. But I do We've like been doing it. A lot of ranting. We have been and I don't mind it, dude. I don't mind it. I do I do we do gotta get you on here one of these days. I want I wanna get uh the whole white women group on. We're gonna do some some fun comedy shit. Okay. Uh some straight comedy shit. Hell Make yeah. the people laugh. Because we have kind of done that a lot more recently uh, on the show. But I've enjoyed this entire week, all three episodes we did with you. uh, Because here's one thing that I never want to lose, just in general, is I don't want to lose the ability to just sit down and chop it up 
and say true shit that's on our mind because for me it kind of goes back to what we were just saying like even though me and Edgar when we bring people on it's a comedy show we're doing a lot more comedy things like we are more than just that one thing yeah uh you are more than just a nerd if it's a host you are more than just a writer you are more than just a, a father husband everything yeah. you're all these things together and like that shit matters and people hearing what the fuck we gotta say and what the fuck you gotta say and like just what's on our mind about shit that's going on in our lives. That shit matters, man. That shit matters. And why not? We got the platform. We might as well use yeah. it. Uh so why the fuck not, man? What you got going on, if he what's what's uh what's coming down the pipeline? What's uh I mean, you know, I got I always got things happening and coming. But uh as far as uh what the the shows up in uh May in the weekend of May 3rd, I will be in Phoenix, Arizona with the white women guys doing the Phoenix Improv Fest. So pull up to that. Hell yeah. And if you want to just see me uh, play video games, if D's on Twitch, a few uh, few folks have already dropped by and I truly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. That's I-F-D-E-E-Z on Twitch. If you waddy way on Twitter and Instagram, smash that follow button. Smash it. Uh, and uh, I think that's about it for me. I mean, here, here's something else I do want to say. Even though I just said, like, I want to bring you guys on and do the comedy shit and... We do all this stuff. When we had our first live show, you were the first comic I hit up oh, yeah. uh, to do it. So we still we we like you for the comedy shit too. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. I know. <laughs> Don't you were the first. You were the first one I hit up. Go follow him on Twitch. I the concept of Twitch is so great to me now because, or just great in general. It's fun. You got because come with me. I dude, I would love to. Uh, because back in the day, that's just what we. I can't. I I vividly remember just sitting and watching my homies play Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Uh, and and which is a single player game, and you just want to watch it. You want to play? Nah, man. I just want to yeah. watch. Uh, that shit was so fun back in the day, and I love that it has become a monetized, uh, uh medium, and in the culture atmosphere. So that's fucking dope. Yeah. At Culture Kings Pod, at Jackie's Neil on everything. If you want to tell Edgar to not be banned, he will be back next week. We will be back on our shit next week at Edgar Montplazier on Twitter. Alphagram on the Instagram. Tpublic.com slash Culture Kings. This has been a week with Iffy. We got to know him with two evenings with Jackies. We talked that shit today. Iffy, thanks for coming on with me this week. Thanks for being my co-host. Thanks for uh, having me. On the CK. (laughs) And I'm just going to pitch it. Pitch it right now. I don't know if y'all have done one. I don't think so. I keep up with you guys' episodes pretty regularly. Yeah. I don't think you guys have done the wrestling nerd if No, no, yet. we've been getting asked for it. So uh, and I know you guys probably have more qualified people than me. Hey, man. But don't, don't. I would love to. Up. I mean, you like it, like Danny knows, like Xavier Woods and shit. Like, like yeah. you guys, you, there's more qualified people than me. Yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable in saying that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but if there was gonna be one episode where he was like, maybe Jackies. Yeah. And you want to do a specific era of wrestling? Yeah. I'm down to talk like 90s through like 2005 wrestling. All right. Attitude Era, Nat- Nitro, yeah. Monday Night Wars, oh, yeah. ECW. I'm down to talk that. I'm down to talk that. But yeah. if not, when you do it, I'll definitely be listening. Because uh, that'll be a fun one. That'll be a fun one to listen to. Nerd culture and the wrestling business. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's ride out with a deep cut of the week get on out of here get you set for the weekend deep cut of the week is 
from my man, Man Wolves. The song Sauce. Let's ride out to that. We like you, we love you. Good night, goodbye. Have a good weekend, y'all. I'll be here. I'll be really here. No fear. Maybe yeah, no fear. Sometimes you could tell the full story and no one's going to believe your story Mm -hmm. because that person has more seniority than you. So you have to then play the game to survive. And that's what he was saying. He was like, people know that if he was like, people know that if you are angry, everyone will be afraid of you. Everyone will be against you. So you can't let people make you angry. You can't let people get you worked up and have people see you worked up because you're only going to lose that.